Know the Source on One Radio Network. All right, here we are. We're back, and uh, we'll play around for a little bit this morning and see what you have to say for yourself. So what did you think about that? How, uh, how did that grab you as far as Tom Renz's uh, position? Do you feel comfortable about that? Do you like what he's doing? I wish we had the phones, but uh, they're still out. But you can email Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. <clears throat> I, I just don't want to be part of um, getting people all crazy about something that we don't know and there's no science to prove stuff. For example, you know, I did a little work and research with, uh, with uh, Dr. Tom Cowan and he's all over this stuff. He said, he said that there's no evidence that injecting any animal or person with an MRA, mRNA makes a protein, which is what is necessary for it to be detrimental to us. These spike proteins are made in a lab, and um, that's a whole different thing, and they, there's no evidence that they make these things. There's no evidence, or there's never been a study done that will say, for example, um, so there would need to be a study, according to Cowan, where there are various amounts of mRNAs that, that results in varying amounts of spike proteins and they would change as you increase the amount of mRNAs. No studies have been done to prove that. Um, um, Cowan went on in a, a podcast that I that I heard him do that these uh, mRNAs things in pigs could make the pig sick, and you wouldn't want to eat a sick pig. But it doesn't mean that there's anything really spooky. No studies have been done to show that something spooky has been going on in you by eating some bacon that was given this vaccine. You know, I think the biggest challenge is, is that this they've turned this mRNA um, moniker, what do they call that with these letters, um, meme into something beyond spooky. And I would argue that when the National Institute of Health and other people start talking about watch out for this, watch out for that, as Tom Renz mentioned, I think they're just doing it just to uh, um, sell you some of their food that they're going to say is safe and effective. Um, I'm just, you know, some of the science is so, so, so challenging to dig into, but um, I'd sure like to see more I mean, people out there doing shows like we're doing with questioning um, these people, uh, the McCullers and and uh, and all these folks because um, they're staying a lot of stuff and I, that's why I haven't had them on and if I was smart enough you know if I really knew my chops well enough if I could spend you know a lot of time researching it uh, and uh, have the chops I could have a McCullough on or, and really you know ask them to prove what they're saying and some of these other people and they're all over the place and I, I think they're just doing a lot of making a lot of statements that have never been proven to be true. Uh, the Judy Mikovitches and all these people, and even, um, what's her name? Um, 
Oh, the name is escaping me right now. She's got a great reputation. Um, well, but they say a lot of stuff that's never been proven, and there's nobody there questioning them. Um, and they won't. They won't debate the Cowans and the Kaufmans and the Vollmers and these people. They won't, or the Mike Stones, because they know they'd lose because they don't have the evidence. So you know, it's going to be up to the the reporters and the podcasters to start asking some tough questions to get to the bottom of it. And it's it's tough to do because we're no scientists and we, you know, we're lucky we get through the day without hurting ourselves, you know, much less understand all this stuff. But, well, there we are. Okay, um, we're on the air here and uh, we thought we'd be able to have uh, Tom Renz on a lot longer, but he got double booked because his person kind of messed up. Um, so uh, we are going to um, hang out for a little bit here. So join me uh, with your uh, email, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. We'll go through some emails, look at some current news about all kinds of things. But uh, please join me if you uh, care to. Uh, phone lines are still out. Um, let's see. Somebody says, I can buy raw milk from grass-fed cows here, but no one sells vaccine-free milk. Do vaccines and milk affect us? I don't think so. Uh, I've been drinking raw milk for a long time. I've not been affected by it. Uh, there's no studies. I said, I don't think so, but I don't think... Have you ever seen a study where they've done, you know, 100,000 people drinking milk with vaccines in it and 1,000 people that haven't and then control group, which is what you'd have to do. But I don't think there's any evidence. I mean, these people have been putting the vaccines for all these imaginary things... Bird flu, you know, pig flu, or, you know, all this stuff. For years, they've always done it. You know, they, they've always done it. And we're not dying from this stuff. I think uh, if it does transmit, I'm just, I'm no, no scientist or no doctor, so I don't know. But if you haven't done any really studies, you're just going to, you know, I don't know what you're going to eat. Meat. Is there any possible meat, grass-fed or organic, that hasn't had a vaccine of some kind? I don't think so. Or, or cows or goats? I don't think so. I asked my raw milk, goat milk guy um, a couple of weeks ago. I said, "Do you you have to give your goats vaccines?" He said, "Oh yeah, we we have to some. We try to give as few as possible because they're expensive. You know, and that's one thing to consider too, um, especially if you're at farmers markets where I am and where you can find um, some milk." Um, you know, I think the only way you know for sure is to have your own cow or goat and don't give them a vaccine. Just like the same way with uh, dogs, you know, dogs. If you go to, um, if you want to get from a breeder, a kind of a traditional real breeder, which I don't think you need to do. You can go to the Humane Society. And sure, they've all had vax there, but you might as well get those ones and, and pay somebody a bunch of money and they have to give them vaxed. Did you know that? Yeah, if you go to like a, an official golden retriever breeder somewhere, um, they have to file the standard care and they vax them up with stuff for all kinds of imaginary particles that don't exist. And that's just what they do because they're controlled by big pharma just like we are. I mean, just like um, everybody else is. All the, all the TV and radio stations. and <laughs> So it's a, it's a tricky game, but I... You know, I've drunk enough uh, 
raw milk, and I just keep getting stronger and healthier. So um, the vaccines that they're giving my goats is not hurting me. And some people say, well, how would you know? And I said, well, I would know. I would feel it. I would something, I'd have some kind of a rash or some kind of weird thing or something would be going on. So I think we just have to let that stuff go unless you want to have your own goats and cows. Unless you have another way. But most farmers, even really conscious, um, grass-fed, organic farmer types, they have been, and I've talked to some of them, I know a fellow who's got a really cool regenerative pig farm, and he goes at the farmer's markets. And, I mean, these, I thought, were the cleanest pigs anywhere. I mean, he doesn't even feed them grain or corn or nothing, just vegetables from Whole Foods that throws away. And I said to him, well, well, you don't give your pigs vaccines. He goes, oh, sure. They've all, they've all been programmed into believing that there's germs out there that are going to kill chickens and pigs and cows and stuff. They all believe it because they all went to the same universities and the same universities have been teaching the same germ theory uh, for the last 100 years. And the only way to do it is do it yourself if you don't want to get those vaccines. But in the big picture, I think a vaccine in a cow when it was a year old and now it's five years old and they slaughter them, they harvest them is a more uh, nice way to say it. I, I, you know, I'm not going to worry about it. You would worry about it. We got you know be worrying about everything. You wouldn't need anything. <laughs> we'd just all become, you know, we'd all become, uh, you know, what do you call that? Breatharians or something. Um. Somebody sent me a a video of some kind of contraption that's supposed to um, wave it over you. I don't know. And they just swore by it. Um, oh, here's an email from a listener. This is what I've used to erase pain in various areas and I've as I'm getting better. Um, so it's some kind of contraption, you know, but this, by the way, is like $3,000, $4,000, and um, something, I tear a thing, and then I look more into it, and the deeper I look into it, it's a um, network marketing, multi-level marketing thing, and that just... Um, I lost interest in that one real quick. I've never seen ever in 50 years a multi-level marketing thing that did what it say it was going to do. I think that people get caught up, it's my opinion, in this whole idea of making money and then they, they, they juice up their testimonials or they, uh, they believe it's going to work because they want it to work so they can sell it and make money. Nothing wrong with that. We do it. Um, but... 
and then they have all these magical things happen to them and uh, because they believe it's going to help them. It's called placebo. works all the time. But, um, you know, I would never do a multi-level marketing thing. Never do it. Ever, ever, ever. Just me. Is this mRNA food stuff going in our food in the UK and Europe? Do you know? I do not know. Um, again, so, I mean, there's no studies been done to prove that uh, they're putting something in a potato that it makes you sick. So, they might not be putting anything in there and they're just trying to freak people out. I mean, that's possible too. Because they know that people in fear or angst might eat the food that they produce. Hint. <laughs> you know, magic meat that Bill Gates is behind. Because they'll say, this has got nothing, whatever. I don't trust any of these people as far as I can throw them. Patrick, have you looked into menopause? Um, what can I do for my pre-menopause? I'm 53, eat clean, poop regularly. Yeah, I don't know what clean means. You know, uh, if you're getting, what we have heard or heard from people that we trust over the years is that all this, these, um, what do they call it? Hot flashes, the body heating up, the body's just trying to get rid of toxins. So, um, 53, that's pretty good. You know, it's, you've, kind of, you've had a pretty good run and your body's just now doing it. Um, I think the only thing you can do um, is to just eat as clean as you can, you know, with little weird stuff in there, no weird stuff, and um, do saunas and exercise and get some sun and drink plenty of uh, water and um, your body will get rid of everything more gently than it's doing now if you're having hot flashes. Because hot flashes are not normal. They're, it's a toxicity thing. That's what I've been told over many years. But I tell you what, if people, if people, the emails I get, if people are, would be as concerned about stuff that they are about Tucker Carlson, unbelievable. I mean, I don't, I don't know, so much I don't care about anymore. And I was over everything in the news. Do you see where uh, this is pretty interesting? By the way, my email address is patrick at oneradionetwork.com. If you care to join the show or a little bit of time we'll spend here this morning. Um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was on some big show in New York. Uh, saying that he believed the CIA was complicit in uh, shooting his uncle John Kennedy. You think he's done research on this over the last 50 years? 
anybody that's been around the block knows that that's true. There's so many, I mean, there must be a hundred, 200, how many books on John F. Kennedy's murder? And uh, almost the common thread is CIA. Isn't it great? I mean, here we have a two organizations that are supposedly the good guys, right? The FBI, which is totally, absolutely bonkers, fraudulent crooks, as would demonstrate it with the whole Trump thing in Russia and 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 uh, January 6th and all that. They're just, you know, they're just crooks. They're just criminals. And then the CIA, we've known that. I mean, for how long have we known that? CIA and uh, Iran-Contra, and they use the CIA to, to overthrow uh, governments around the world and have since the beginning of time. And that's what they do, and everybody knows it. Um, most people don't want to talk about it, mainstream media, few people do. Tucker had, has done, he did some few shows on it. Uh, not really dug deep, but uh, he had some JFK people on and mentioned, um, so it's no wonder they fired this guy. I mean, he was just getting to be too, getting too close to things, right? I don't think it's any. I thought something had happened to you since the last entry on the archives was over a month ago. That's not true. You can go on our website right now and we, I don't know what people are looking at. We, uh, we put the shows up, uh, we put the shows up every day. And if you look at our website right now, I don't know. Is the last one was Friday. Good morning, everybody. Friday. Friday was Patrick. Before that, uh, I did another show on Wednesday. Then Fred Dostoevsky on Wednesday. Dostoevsky, Adam Bergstrom. They're all up there. And they're all up on BitChute as well from the last one first. Um, so, I don't know. You know, one thing that you can do every now and then is to clear your browser. You know how to do that? You know, whatever whatever platform you're on, Chrome or whatever, you can clear browsing data. That doesn't um, clear out your little cookies so people still know who you are if you want to. I mean, you clear out everything all the time and and then you have to put in all new stuff, but uh, I don't do that because I would rather have just, if I want to buy something on Amazon, just to, to know that it's me when I go on there and make it quick and easy and end of story, goodbye and so long. <laughs> goodbye, so long. They all know, they know, everybody knows where we are anyway and who we are and there's no secrets. I think every, I don't think I know from people I trust that every phone call, this is pretty trippy, every phone call that you and I have ever done is being recorded do people listen to it? No, they don't listen to it. But if they ever wanted to come after you, 
for something. Because you're doing stuff they don't like. They could go back in there and find every phone call you ever made and use that as evidence against you if you ever said something you shouldn't have said. Yep. Who's a fellow in Russia? He said that too. Um, what's his name? You know what I mean. I wrote to uh, Varus Ahmad was on the show, and he was uh, pitching the idea that he thought that that Fiji water was structured water, structured water, and really structured. I mean, the real deal. And um, I said, "Well, that's interesting because uh, Exley, you know, Exley." Snowden. See, it just came in there. What's it gay? Snowden in Russia. My mind only gave me my his last name, but Snowden. Um, that Exley, who's an expert on aluminum, the last time we had him on the show, which a couple of years ago, he said that Fiji water is one of the few waters that you can purchase that helps the body to detoxify mercury. I mean, I'm sorry, aluminum. And we, uh, we're going to put that show on the, uh, on the front page so you can listen to it because it's kind of a subject at hand. Isn't that interesting? So I don't know whether it's because it's structured or because I think he mentioned a molecule in the Fiji water that uh, helps the body to detoxify Aluminum, but I had an interest. I've had an interesting experience with with um, Fiji water, so I bought some and been drinking it and making hydrogen water um, out of the Fiji water. And one thing I noticed immediately that my urine became m- more color, and before just using rainwater that's been filtered and if you drink lots of water it turns pretty clear just clear but as soon as I start drinking the Fiji water it starts to run a little bit yellow and Ahmad said the reason that is because it's structured it gets deeper in the body and it helps to detoxify stuff and that's what the color is isn't that interesting And we know that's true because when we're kind of sick and we're just sick and things aren't moving, right? Not sick, sick. We're detoxing. No such thing as sick. We're detoxing. Things aren't moving and we're not, you know, whatever. We're just lying around on a couch like a potato, an mRNA potato, um, that the urine can get very dark because the body is detoxing lots of um, yuck stuff out. So Adam Bergstrom and other people have said you want the urine to be kind of a light straw color which means uh, that you're drinking enough water and not too much and um, 
enough water, not too much, and you are, things are moving through. And that's another point on the, the vaccines. You know, we, as much as we want to eat the cleanest possible food we can, obviously, cows, chickens, bacon, sheeps, chicken eggs, vegetables, whatever. In my opinion uh, and experience, I, I believe the body has an incredible detoxification method all built in by God. If it didn't, we'd all be dead. I mean, you know, whatever, chemtrails, uh, coal-fired plants, mercury, um, you name it, right? Electromagnetic fields. Uh, if these things were all as terrible as people claim, we'd all be dead. And said many of us, like you and me and other people, we're getting healthier. So how's that possible if these things are so dangerous and, and uh, especially what really gets me is when they say this will make permanent damage in your brain. Well, in my opinion, nobody, nobody believes me because I'm just a silly talk show guy. There's nothing permanent in your body. Nothing. It's just a light and electrical system it's a water-based electrical system that just puts out energy, vibrations in and out, in and out, in and out, and um, no evidence that there's some hardwired thing that goes into your body and you can't change it. It doesn't even make sense because it's not, it's not solid and it's, just a, it's all vibrations and it's just energy and light, peace, love, and hippie beats so how could it make something hard that you can't get out? Now doctors will tell you that. Oh no, you can't do that. There's a lot of people who believe. Oh no, you get Uncle Charlie's got he's got dementia. He's just he's damaged his brain. He's done. No. Well, I wouldn't believe that if I were you. You you can if you want. So uh, so what I did was now this is fun because you know I have doodle. She's lying here, golden a golden doodle half poodle, half golden retriever. Um, we have water. I, I change out our water every morning. So instead of using the filtered rainwater, I got quite a nice filter from a, a, um, Omica Organics. Um, I start giving her the Fiji water. And you know what? Every morning, every morning, every day, she's drinking me twice as much water as she generally does. Because I watch her, and she'll go back and back all day long. Never did that before on the rainwater. Hmm, interesting. So we'll keep playing around with it, looking at it, seeing what's going on. So we've been putting the Fiji water into our hydrogen machine and making Fiji hydrogen water I still don't understand how it can remain structured in a glass, in a plastic bottle. I failed to ask, but he claims it is structured. So we've invited uh, Pollock on the show. Gerald Pollock, who knows a lot about structure. And we'll see if we can pull him in here and learn more about structured water. 
Yeah, this device that this person sent me, this multi-level thing, it also said it structures the water. It does everything. It heals everything. And all you do, you got to do is spend $300 for the basic one, or 400 And then if you want to get the good one, it's 4000 Or if you want to get the really good one, it's 6000 Please. Please. I mean, it doesn't even make sense. You get one that works, right? This one works great. But for 3000 not more, you get one that works even better. See what I mean? Doesn't make sense. It's not even logical. They can sell people anything. Anyway, oh, I, I, got, I got sidetracked. We, we like this hydrogen machine. It's a great one. It has uh, the purest food grade that, uh, hydrogen that we know of. It is made in Japan. And these folks are highly sophisticated hydrogen mavens. They truly are. They're all over it. More than any country in the world on the earth. I like to use earth rather than world. Because world gives you that worldly round idea. So check it out. It's on our website. It is Holy Hydrogen. Use promo code One Radio, OneRadioNetwork.com. The Holy Hydrogen. You breathe the gas and drink the water and you rock and roll. I love it. I do as much as I can. Much as I can. We have um, one of my favorite products on sale right now. On sale right now. Before I start my work day, I like to get my workout in. It makes me much more effective throughout the rest of the day. Now, one of my favorite supplements to use in conjunction with my training is Sir Thrival's Elk Antler. These are sustainably and humanely harvested from U.S. free-range animals. Now, what's interesting about elk, deer, moose, all these animals we call the cervids, is they're the only mammals who have an organ that actually falls off and regenerates every year. These elk antlers grow out in just a matter of a couple of months. In order to grow like that, they need growth factors, steroidal compounds that cause that rapid growth. Those can actually be harvested, freeze-dried, and put into solution that you can actually utilize in your own body. Now there's been a back and forth history with this being banned for doping in professional athletics. Currently, it is legal, except that it is really rich in IGF-1, which is a banned substance. Now, of course, this is a natural substance. This is not a steroid. But when you look at natural substances, you won't find anything more powerful than elk antler for recovery, for lean muscle growth and maintenance, for metabolic enhancement, and for recovery after injuries and surgery. This is incredible stuff. If you're looking for a natural supplement that boosts your metabolism, helps you grow lean body mass, burns fat, increases libido and energy levels, and helps your body regenerate from your workouts or from injuries or surgeries, take a look at Sir Thrival's Elk Antler. Oh, my turn. <laughs> Caught with my microphone down. Here's the uh, promo code. Promo code REBUILD20 for 20% off. It's really a great product. When do you get your phones turned back on? I want to call it. Yeah, I know. I tell you what, I talked to them Friday morning. Them, phone company, them. 
And they said, yeah, we're on it. We're, we're looking. <clears throat> I'm just sending them peace, love, and hippie beats. I don't know. Not sure where the lesson is. It's probably teaching me um, patience. Let's look at some headlines here, just for fun. See what is circling around the, the interweb. <laughs> you like this one. King Charles' blood-stained crown, the untold story of UK royals flashback with Palki Sharma. Naomi Wolf's got a whole thing about some of the twisted symbol. Yeah, I, I didn't, some of the stuff it doesn't even make sense now. Where you, where you, a knight, you know, make somebody a king or a queen, and they're, you know, and you're their subject. I mean, you know, how weird that is. Isn't that strange? Really strange. Some of these, some of these headlines are so weird. I don't even want to read them. Climate change hoax utterly debunked by ice samples. Hmm. That's fun. I wonder if we can play this one. Let's put up the thing here. It's, let's see if we play the audio. Is from the Viking Age, around the year 1000, also called the medieval England, the medieval war period was about one and a half degrees average than, than today. Nordgrip, the Greenland ice core project, is being reopened to drill the last few meters through the ice sheet to the rock beneath the research station. The ice core, over three kilometers in length, has been hauled up to the surface piece by piece and contains important data on the history of the climate of the Earth. It bears the fingerprints of climatic conditions over more than 120,000 years. When we remove or drill the ice core, we leave a hole. And we insert a thermometer in the hole, we are able to map out the temperature through the three kilometer ice sheet. Now that temperature, if we do it precisely enough, a thousandth of a degree accuracy, then the ice has not forgotten how cold or warm it was on the surface at the time the snow fell. So, using those temperatures, we have been able to reconstruct the temperatures of the last 10,000 years. Here we have wow. a picture of the temperature reconstructions that we have from Greenland in the graphical form. And if we go back along this axis, it's going back in time, this is the last 8,000 years we have plotted here. On this axis we have the temperatures, at the site in, in Greenland and we can see that if we go back from now about 4,000 years ago we would have temperatures up here for about 4,000 years that were two and a half degrees warmer on average than today. 
Now, as we go approach our time, we can see that in the period between 4,000 years ago and back to the period 2,000 years ago, which is actually the Roman age, the temperatures have been decreasing in Greenland by two and a half degrees. Then the temperatures increased gradually up to a maximum point around the medieval warm period, we call it a thousand years ago, and then temperatures declined and goes down to a minimum around 1650 AD, yep. comes back up a little in the, in the 18th century, and then around 1875 we have the lowest point in the last 8,000 years, right here, and that matches exactly the time when meteorological observations started. Other core samples from elsewhere in Greenland confirm that the Little Ice Age ended about 140 years ago, at the coldest point in the last 10,000 years. The natural pronounced alteration of warm and cold periods back in time has also been confirmed elsewhere in the Northern Hemisphere. Carbon-14 dating of organic matter from peat bogs and tree rings confirms the pattern. So do data from stalactite caves in China and measurements from North Africa. The problem is that we, and I agree completely, that we have had a global temperature increase in the 20th century. Yes. But an increase from what? Probably an increase from the lowest point we've had for the last 10,000 years. Wow. And this means that it will be very hard indeed to prove whether the increase of temperature in the 20th century was man-made or it's a natural variation. That will be very hard because we made ourselves an extremely poor experiment. We started to observe meteorology at the coldest spot in the last 10,000 years. It's pretty cool. Interesting. So we start measuring <clears throat> from the coldest point in the last 10,000 years that they can prove. I mean, this Ice Age stuff, uh, man. just another scam in a scammable day. And this whole Green New Deal thing is just based on fairy tale. Did you see the video I, I think we put on Faceplant? Well, I'm, I'm so in the, I'm so in the, in the, in the, in the corner of the room with my face against the wall with Faceplant. I don't know if anybody can even see our posts, so we're, we're doing more stuff in Telegram now. Facebook is anyway. There is a a Senate hearing where this fellow, I think it's Kennedy. It's not no relation, <laughs> and he. I think I can play this one for you. This is pretty good stuff. This is the guy who's under oath. See, when they get these people under oath, it really gets to be tricky. Really gets to be tricky. Because you you know, if they you know, they can go to jail if they if they
tell the truth or if they don't tell the truth. I think it's here. Oh, here it is. Yeah. This is Deputy Energy Secretary can't say how spending, they want to spend $50 trillion to reduce global, $50 trillion to reduce global temperatures. Okay, I'm going to play this one for you. This is fun. You're the Deputy Secretary of Energy. Give me your estimate of how much that is going to reduce world temperatures. So, so first of all, it's a net cost. Um, it's what uh, benefits we're having from getting our act together. And maybe I'm being right now. maybe I'm not being clear. If we spent fifty trillion dollars to become carbon neutral by two thousand and fifty in the United States of America, how? How much is that going to reduce world temperatures? This is a global problem. So we need to reduce our emissions and we need to do everything we can. How much, if we do our part, is it going to reduce world temperatures? So we're 13% of global emissions. You don't know, do you? You don't know, do you? You can do the math. We need to. You don't know, do you, Mr. Secretary? You're the Deputy Secretary of Energy. Give me your estimate of how much that is going to reduce world temperatures. So, so first of all, it's a net cost. Um, it's what uh, benefits we're having from getting our act together. And maybe I'm being right now. Maybe I'm not being clear. If we spent fifty trillion dollars to become carbon neutral by two thousand and fifty in the United States of America, how? How much is that going to reduce world temperatures? This is a global problem. So we need to reduce our emissions and we need to do everything we can. How much, if we do our part, is it going to reduce so world we're temperatures? So we're 13 percent of global emissions. You don't know, right do you? <laughs> you don't know. You don't know, do you? He's pretty cool. That's uh, His name is, uh, what's his name, Kennedy. He's a cool guy. Senator Kennedy, I don't know what state he's from. You don't know, do you? You know, to see, you see, see, they're under oath, and as long as they don't lie, you can't get them. So they don't answer the question, and they know they've got their talking points, and they just keep saying that over and over and over again. And they do this with everything, with the money, or, you know, with the vaccine, everything. These are, they're hoodlums, you know, they're just hoodlums. What can I tell you? But they're smart, they have attorneys, they tell them they don't get into trouble much. Yeah, you see a lot of these stories. Google computer scientist quits so he can warn world of scary and dangerous AI. In my opinion, this is a typical um, red herring, false flag. Some guy was just probably retiring or they made him, they paid him to quit because they want you to believe, you know, just stick, stick with me here. They want you to believe that AI is dangerous and scary when it's just a computer. Why would you give a computer program any relevance? That'd be like being afraid of Windows 12. Just garbage in, garbage out. That's all it is. It's not intelligent. doesn't think. doesn't have feelings, it doesn't make judgments. It doesn't connect the dots, well, I'm a spiritual being in a body and then this and then this person did this and then. no. So they want you to believe, that's why these stories are out there. 
He's dubbed the godfather of AI, quit the company, stating that he did so in order to warn the world of the dangers that the technology presents. Super globalist Elon Musk say the same thing. Bill Gates say the same thing. But they're the ones behind it, but they want you to think that it's even worse because you'll be more frightened of it and then probably want to see how how it works. Big class action suit going on in Australia over COVID vaccine injuries. (laughs) I know what this one's about. Great reset. Burger King fails. They're preparing for government food rations. I think there are two. Burger King's closing 400 locations at the same time that McDonald's closes all American offices. Offices, really? Yeah, they're buying farmland, blowing up chicken farms, blowing up cow farms. They want uh, us to be dependent on them to give them the good stuff that they're going to have for us. Well, we're going to have to take care of ourselves, kids, because these people are just bonkers. Here's an email. From my perspective, we love your perspectives, it has become increasingly difficult to determine where that which is possible in biological reality ends and the spell casting begins. The entities behind the various agendas will not stop their practices until total control has been attained they, well, that can get you and us, so they're never getting total, right? And at that point, if achieved, the battle will rage on amongst themselves. This is a spiritual war, and at the time, and at the end of the day, we, as collective humanity, are at fault for the immense toll in which we find ourselves today. Yeah, I'm not sure I would kind of go with that line to the emailer, because... I don't find myself in any toll, a problem. That can just speak for me. Now, there's a lot of folks that are, and, uh, you know, we'll do whatever we can to help them. That's why we're here. I hear Attorney Renz, you just had on, emphatically state that he does not care about the virus versus no virus. He he was very clear on that argument. Is beyond disheartening. Ooh understand why he may be unwilling to file a case that spits in the face of our indoctrination, but the truth will only rise when authentic discourse surrounding this topic is able to be had in a public forum. Yeah, I agree. But maybe the courts will never allow it to even happen. If Team Terrain is in fact correct, And on a soul level, I sincerely think they are, then the whole house of cards collapses and we're not discussing mRNA vaccines in the food supply or any other aspect of human rights violations because it all becomes null and void. That's what I think. However, if incredibly intelligent people cannot see the importance of this single premise and it begs the question, do they just not want to know or are they controlled to some extent whether unwittingly or, 
or wittingly or unwittingly. Well, I probably saw all of the above, brother, that they, there's probably some people that are just hanging on because this is how they make a living, so they don't want to go deeper. Probably some peop, people are totally just programmed and they're not going to change. Who, you know, I'm sure it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, I don't see any, excuse me, I don't see any big thing happening in the media, which is where it all would all happen, right? That's the only place it's going to happen in the media. Big, big picture, like, whoa, they've proven there is no virus. You know, that's not going to happen. They would never let that happen. So I think we cannot depend on that ever happening. I mean, I know that we cannot depend on in the media big time. That we never went to the moon, for example. But maybe in the coming days or years, people like Rogan get 10 times their audience to 100 million or Tucker Carlson gets 100 million people, which he could when he starts his own thing, that it wouldn't matter if it's not on CBS or NBC or, or Fox or CNN, which it'll never be on. So, you know, there's going to be some exciting times to be around in the next five, ten years. So stick with us. As long as we're going to be around, we'll try to keep our antenna up to what the heck is going on. But know that we are not um, just um, compliant, flexible, not questioning things, and that's never going to happen around here. Because I question everything, and I don't believe anything. And the challenge is there's so many alternative, right? Alternative, don't you love that? Places that are just all sucked into the whole, all of it. They act like they're, you know, they act like they're really alternative. And, but they don't, they don't dig deep into stuff, you know. Just the surface area, you know, it can only go so far. I, I, this thing here. I would encourage you to go to Dr. Samantha Bailey or Dr. Mark Bailey's website or put in in the Googles or wherever you go a farewell to virology expert edition. I mentioned this to Tom Renz and I, I just got a PDF file and I sent it to my little printing place in Dripping Springs and had them make a little book out of it, and they'll put it in a little spiral thing, like 15 bucks. So I have it, and I can study it and underline it and make notes. And, um, boy, he goes through it. And he kicks some booty. And, uh, I mean, it's it's pretty geeky, but, I mean, you, you, you catch on quickly. And 80 pages of, there's no way, if you would read this, that you could come away, excuse me, and believe that there's a virus. 
And he did this to present to the courts in New Zealand and they just threw it in the trash bin. Nope, can't do that. Yeah, they're worse there than in this country. And which Renz said uh, when we had him on an hour ago, which you can listen to the podcast on the front page real soon or in BitChute, that if he if he really got convinced, he's, he's not a scientist, so he's not convinced there was no virus, but he's heard all the arguments, and he said, even if I was convinced, I don't think you could win that in a court. And I think he's correct. I don't think you could either. Because, you know, you, can you really imagine a judge allowing this kind of argument to go on without trying to stamp it out when the whole medical model thing is built around germs? Oh, man, it would just be... The whole medical model will explode. And they're, they're not, you know, they're not going to let that happen. No way. Dr. Patrick, I love the show. Thank you. What do you think the vaccine's necessary for dogs and cats? Well, I don't think any of them are necessary. My opinion. So, if you, if you have puppies, if your girl has puppies, or if you're going to buy a puppy from somebody from their home, tell them you just want to buy it before they give them a bunch of uh, vaccines. There are no germs. Why would you give them a vaccine? It, the whole thing is a scam. Rabies, all of them they do. Pertussin, they give, they'll give dogs 50 vaccines if you let them. I wouldn't do, do absolutely none. Now you might, if, you're, if your dog is going to be anywhere where people can, you know, I wouldn't even do rabies anymore. Rabies never been proven to exist. Nope. Is, is it anything sacred? No. <clears throat> we just watched a recent show with Steve, Falc- Steve Falconer where he brought up biochar. We were guests on the fakeologist along with Steve and introduced him to communitarianism and biochar. We'd like to come on the show. Oh, yeah, maybe. We can do that this week, probably. I didn't understand all the biochar thing, but Steve's a smart guy, and if he thought it was a cool idea, this is from Brian and Jenna in Washington. These are for an independent backyard gardener, garden. And so it's a cool way to do more nutrients in the food. Okay, we'll do that. Maybe we'll get them on this week. We'll do it. I don't agree with you. I found some very good multi-level marketing products. Okay?
Hi, Patrick. Uh, I'm a longtime listener and love the work you do. You have helped me greatly notice you sometimes describe people's concept of hell being a spiritual problem for people. I don't know if I said that, but that's okay. I'll, I'll move on. I do have a concept concept of hell. I haven't asked you specifically what you mean by that. Okay, I'll tell you. But this morning I came across a YouTube channel that I commented on. I'm pasting what I wrote there. Maybe what you like of it. Your thoughts are welcome. Huge comment, like a page long. I can't, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Those who don't want God's love will go someplace else. God will punish those who try to create hell on earth. That place and punishment is hell. Hell is separation from God in a miserable condition. Wicked people create their own hell and their denial of truth may keep them from them forever. Hell is a place in a spiritual condition. Hell allows God to be fair and loving. Yeah, I, you know, my opinion and experience, there's not a energy, a God or something that judges you or I and then throws us into a place because we broke spiritual laws, but it happens through spirit and it's called karma. And it's, it's that simple, really. It's called karma. And if we punch somebody in the mouth or steal their stuff, then that's a karmic event and we have to pay it back. Either this lifetime or the next lifetime. And this will help determine where we go after we die. We may be able to clean up all the karma somewhere else and don't have to come back here. Or maybe it's of such an extent that we have to come back here. So it's all, it's all worked out on this giant uh, artificial intelligence, but it's, a, <laughs> it's intelligent. It's an intelligent force you talk about a database, it has everything tied in together. It just works like that, all magically, interconnectively. Um, there's nobody pushing any buttons. There's nobody, in my opinion, that gets mad at us or says, Patrick, that's bad. It just works. It just brings back experiences to us that are karmic experiences, and we have to deal with whatever karma we created. And and also, there's many people that believe, and I'm not seeing it, I haven't seen it, so I, I can't, I don't know if it's true, that there are places on the lower astral plane that people have actually created in their mind that this is what hell would be like. And that's how, that's how we create places in the other realities. That's how we do it. That's why there's all kinds of things in the other realities. Just infinite number of states of consciousness. So there's probably a place that 
that will that you'll experience if you really believe in hell and fires and stuff like that. Probably a place where you could experience if you really want to. I don't recommend it. Why you would want to do that? <laughs> you know, but people unknowingly do. It's just karma. There's a uh, there's a beautiful little uh, mm, meme, if you will, from Buddha, the Buddhist, is that um, another word for karma is doing. So we pretty much almost everything we do is a karmic thing, but not from a negative thing. Just moving through the earth plane and doing stuff is a karmic thing. And it's always it's always somewhat creating what we're going to experience next. So that's karma too. But the Buddhists call it doing. And I think that's pretty cool because it's, it's just always, we're always creating the next reality by what we think and do in our actions, right? But it's just all so intertwined together. Somebody sent me this one, and we've invited this person on. And I want to, I haven't heard from him yet. This fellow is is really trying to get this going. I'm going to invite him on again after this show. Maybe we can get him on this week. It's uh, Texas. Pretty exciting. Texas is wanting to introduce legislation designed to combat digital currency. And um, they're going to have a gold back digital currency in Texas. We could act gold back. And it's going to be safe and secure in some Texas depository. And you can pay your bills with it send money to people like that, sell your digital currency whenever you want it and get gold for it, get the gold back, and they're going to have gold backing it all. I don't know where they're going to get the gold. I guess they're going to buy it. Isn't that cool? So you see already um, Spirit is lining up things for us so we don't have to be involved in the central bank digital currency. Just don't need to do that. Buy the Texas gold-backed digital currency and use that. I want to get this guy on the air, so I'm going to leave this up for a moment. Okay. Okay, we're out of here. We will see you tomorrow. We've been doing some really interesting experiments. I think it's been six weeks now with uh, Darko Valchek on drinking water with lots of salt up to three to four 
quarts of water. He talked about it last show. Sea salt, a rounded teaspoon of sea salt in each quart. So you got this guy, so I make this hydrogen water, and then you put a rounded teaspoon of this and do three or four of these, and some pretty interesting things happen when you do that. That's a lot of salt. So we're going to dig in it tomorrow at, at 10 o'clock. We're going to dig in and um, see what we see. So you see, you'd heard me. There's already a couple people we're going to try to get on for Wednesday. I just got a little behind uh, getting guests for some reason. And I do have a little behind because I have a, I have a rebounder. Oh, you want to see how we do the, the burst exercise? And I'll show you my on the pulse. Okay, so check this out. So this is pretty interesting. It is to me, I don't know. Just trying to amuse myself. Let's check my pulse. Actually nine. So you just do it for ten seconds and times six. So I did nine times six is 54. That's my resting pulse rate. And well, resting after being on the air for two hours. It's pretty good. Obviously, I don't get anxious during the show. So <laughs> I get to yawn and everything because that, that relaxes you. When you see me yawning, trust me, I'm not bored. Uh, you, you probably want to understand yawning much more, so don't judge me. Um, it's it's a very relaxing thing. You're actually getting more relaxed. The more you get relaxed, the more you yawn. The more you yawn, the more your body lets go of things. Did you know that? So yawn away. Yawn as much as you can. And as long as you can. Now, Doodle is behind me. I might be able to move my chair back. So we're at 54. And I'm going to show you how we do the burst exercise. This is the only real... Um, aerobic exercise I do and I did one this morning and so it only takes about 45 seconds how about that instead of running 20 miles you think and trust me when I tell you it works better than running 10 miles it saves a lot of time and wear and tear on your body and your feet and your shins so I'm going to move my chair back and let's see if uh, I can do this well yeah because doodles here but I'm going to have to take my microphone up. Okay. So I think I think the camera's going to show this. And then we're going to test my pulse afterwards. Okay. This will be fun. All right. So now we're going to move the chair back. Oh, I did it. I do. It's okay. It's okay. Get the chair over here. Okay. So I can't see. Oh, you see? So here's the rebounder. Here's the rebounder. Now what you do is you just make like a a tiger. <laughs> make like a tiger is running after you. And if he catches you, he's gonna eat you. 
So this is what you, I don't, I don't visualize that. But, so you just go as fast as you can, and you can, uh, I've had experts tell me that uh, you, can, you can get everything you need for your heart in 30 seconds. So we'll just see how long I do. I can't, I can't see the clock from here, but here we go. What's six times 25? 150. Is that right? Yeah, 150. So my pulse was 54, and just that increased my pulse three times. 54 to 150. So what happens is you... You tell the heart that if I ever need to get my pulse up to 150, then you better get strong because that tiger could be around the corner. So it's called burst exercise. You can you can Google it and excuse me, experts say that this will give you the aerobic juice you need. That's all you need. And that running five to 10 miles is not going to give you more. Pretty cool, huh? Yep. The body's amazing. Okay, so we're going to see you tomorrow and it'll be Darko Valchek. I'll check, and we're going to talk about water and salt and stuff. Take care. I love you all very much. Thanks for your ongoing support. We appreciate it. We've been getting some nice little donations in. That's what we're really moving forward now so we can not have to depend on product sales, which have gone down because... People don't have as much money, I guess, to spend. Because they're spending all at the food store. So see you tomorrow. Take care. I love you all very much. Thank you. And may the blessings be. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is one. Before I start my work day, I'll-